Well, welcome all of you aging cosmonauts and senior living professionals. This is Cosmic Soup, a podcast that covers everything around successful aging, and we provide helpful information for communities that serve an aging population, namely senior living communities, although we do try not to use the word senior too much. We cover topics of positive aging messaging, branding, dining, culinary, business practices, sales practices, and more. My name is Cynthia Thurlow, and I am the principal here at Third Plus. I am very excited to be accompanied by Derek Dujardin, one of my very favorite people in the world, but he's also one of my favorite co-workers. Derek? Hi, everybody. I'm Derek Dujardin, uh, and uh, now that I everybody knows that I'm her favorite co-worker, we're going to have to you know, probably clean that up with the rest of the staff. <laughs> anyways, um, but they, they probably won't listen to the podcast anyway, so we'll probably get away with it. With that said, um, the topic for today is the top 10 ways for making marketing magic in 2023. Yes, let's make some marketing magic in 2023. And of course, we want to make marketing magic with you and for you. But if we can't do it, we want you to do it on your own. So Derek and I put together our 10 ideas. We're going to go through these quickly because... We think you're probably sitting in your offices cleaning things up between Christmas and New Year when you hear this, and maybe it'll inspire. So our first one is to build a custom photo library. It's that strategic and styled. We talk about this all the time, but it's very different than hiring, say, a drone photographer or just a photographer to show up and shoot. This is um, intentionally styled photography that tells your brand story. So you want to get your brand story identified and then um, shoot the photos. Check out our website to see some good examples of that. Yeah, let me jump in on this as well. As we know, when site visitors go to a website, um, one of the most visited pages is the photo gallery. And because it's one of the most visited pages, Um, People are always asking themselves the singular question is, can I live here? Could I see myself living here? And so your photos go a long way to help build that image in their mind and at least get them um, maybe or for sure. So then they will engage further. But a lot of people, they come into your photo gallery and they're not liking it. That will answer the question that this isn't for me and they'll go to another competitor. Yes. Derek, number two. So number two is uh, turn your website into a lead generation machine. We're big believers in content marketing. A lot of people come to your website and a lot of people say their website is just sort of like this brochure. It's just an online brochure and they're going to use it to answer all the questions that a prospect might have. The problem with that is once you answer all their questions, um, other than maybe uh, sign up for a tour, there's no other reason for them to contact you. The truth is this target audience is also looking for answers. As we age, we get older and we want to you know, engage with those things like maybe how to right size my life or how to get rid of clutter if I'm going to move to a smaller spot. Or maybe it's um, you know, how can I be a good friend to my friend who has dementia or what is um, the financial considerations for a life plan community? There's lots of different topics out there that you can create this content for. And the idea is that they need to give you their uh, email address or maybe even their phone number to get this uh, content. And um, people are willing to do that if it's uh, something that that really speaks to them. Cynthia, do you have anything to add on that? 
Yeah, well, Third Third offers actually licensed content that's really high quality. The books are about 60 pages. We offer matching PowerPoint presentations and we can train you on how to give them. So this is something that you don't have to pay an arm and a leg for. We license it. Check it out. If you're interested, it's proven to convert leads. We watch it every day. So number three, stop using media that doesn't work. Invest in media that does. We see this quite a bit. Sometimes communities will run in their local little community publications. And that's fine if just as a brand you want to support those communications. But if you're not measuring it, it's possible you're not getting leads on it. And so a little hint, if it's a newspaper pub, and yes, people do read the Sunday newspaper, it's really the major paper in your market. And then if you're going to use some other pubs, just be sure to test them. Track your phone numbers and put unique URLs on those and track results. Great. I have nothing more to add to that. I agree with you 100%. Stop using media that doesn't work and invest in what does. So number four is put forth a positive aging mindset. And really what we're talking about here is your community needs to stand for something. It has to be a beacon that uh, basically attracts people to a way of life or to something that speaks to them. So much of you know moving to a senior community is really about what I don't want. I don't want this. I don't want this, but I have to have it. It's the one product that nobody really wants to buy. And that's just because of the way it's been sold all these years. So we really believe that if you do a good job of, of selling your, your community as, as something that is going to fulfill a need or a wish or be something that's going to be um, beneficial to their life, improving their ability to be more well or create, um, you know, you know, untap an artistic side or something like that, something that speaks to themselves aspirationally, then you've gone a long way to reposition your community versus something that I have to do and it's something that I really don't want to do. I know, I completely agree. Like, move people towards something, get them excited, make them feel inspired and, and like, you know, their life is going to be different, better more fun, more interesting. They're going to live longer, which is truly a fact. If you live in a community, you do live longer, but there are so many ways to do that. And you live better and you eat well and you get friends and social. I mean, there's lots of good reasons to do it. Um, it's just that I don't think it's, people focus too much on the 90% of it, which is, oh my goodness, we're talking about taking care of people. Well, that's a baseline. That might be the main reason they're they're going there, but it's not the reason they want to be there, right? That that doesn't light them up. That's just kind of like a wheels on a car. It's not the sporty model that makes you want to go for a drive. So now we are on to number five. Yeah, test out webinars again. You know, webinars, we were early adopters of webinars as soon as the pandemic hit. And we used them successfully. In fact, we had grand openings on webinars that totally worked. Then it seemed like maybe the interest in attending webinars dropped off a bit because people got tired of it. There was just too many going on. But we've recently dusted them off and we're having amazing results um, in an urban market. We recently had 156 RSVPs for our webinar and 82 engaged and interested attendees. And that turned into one hold 
and uh, six follow-up appointments. So you just can't get better than that. It costs you nothing to do it, just the marketing to get the RSVPs. And we think that now people are so used to Zoom and they're not sick of it anymore because they've had to do it for everything. So it's worth trying again. That's cool. I like that. I love that that's, that's working so well. So number six, commit to identifying and eliminating unintentional ageism in your marketing. We are big proponents of this thing called uh, internalized ageism. And it doesn't seem like very many marketing companies are really paying attention to this and how much internalized ageism as a self-fulfilling set of beliefs are really uh, pushing and driving the bus for a lot of these prospects. And because they don't understand these triggers and these nuances of images, they run things that actually trigger people's internalized ageism. And we've all heard about that 92-year-old who walks into a community, they look around, they say, I can't live with all these old people. That's internalized ageism. So what we are saying is you got to look at your marketing and see how triggering it is. And it's not like you don't show uh, seniors or elders, but you want to show people that are healthy and engaged and living life and doing things that are productive versus an old photo of the young nurse with her hand on the shoulder of somebody in a wheelchair. Those type of images are actually speak to them and they say nursing home. And that's the number one thing the baby boomers have said they don't want is they do not want to end up in a nursing home. And in fact, everything they do is to keep themselves from ending up in a nursing home. So that's just something to consider, especially if you're selling independent living. Yeah. And that goes with terms too, words. Uh, You can use so many really good words to educate the market about the whole idea of aging and what it means to age and give your prospect market a completely different perspective on it. It's not the dead end that everybody, (laughs) that so much society has cracked it up to be. It's actually one of the most happy, satisfying parts of our entire lives. So there's a lot to be said for that. Which goes back to the whole moving towards something, not away from it, the positive aging mindset. So that's a little callback there. Yes. Number seven. (laughs) So number seven, unify your digital marketing efforts with your offline marketing. In other words, don't silo your offline and creative from your digital. It should be running on the same track. And when I speak of digital, of course, we also mean social. Derek's going to talk about that. Let's just say that there's a very large agency and there have been a couple large agencies that were gobbled up by investors and they work in digital marketing. What you don't want is a bunch of digital bros, no offense, that's not a sexist statement, but digital bros who think in ones and zeros, they're not thinking of the nuances, the words, the creative. And if left to their own devices, you're going to have a really vanilla bland digital program. And we watch our digital every day. We watch leads coming in. We strategize creative. We strategize terms. We're optimizing it every single month. It's not set it and forget it. And um, I think with a lot of these mergers that have recently happened in the last year or so, that what we find with new clients is that they have been getting set it and forget it digital marketing, even though they've been dazzled by all of these dashboards and reports and all that stuff. Does it really work? Um, You have to watch that. Yeah, and I'd say 
poor digital can not only not be as effective, it can actually be turning off your target audience because a 22-year-old doesn't really have a feeling of nuanced appreciation of what internalized ageism is. So they may show a picture of somebody wearing a crazy hat or skateboarding and they're seeing it. It's so not relevant and it's so not appropriate that it just doesn't work. And they think it's cool, but they're not really doing it well. And definitely your target audience isn't appreciating it. So moving on to the next one, um, let's, speaking of social, social is something that the receptionist um, shouldn't be doing. <laughs> this is something that we seem to see it a lot where people say, well, okay, we don't really have any social media person. So, hey, uh, Janelle is 22 years old. She uses Facebook and TikTok. Let's have her run our social media program. You know, the problem with that is we believe that social media is is actually another form of marketing. There's ways that we can do it that makes it much better. And we teach our, our people who are on site, we call them our social media mavens and masters. What they do is they, um, as they take a photo, we tell them which angle to use and what types of content is really appreciative, what type of things are empowering versus disempowering in how you shoot somebody. And then we also take those photos and then, of course, you know, touch them up and reframe them in such a way to make them work. It is something that's an art form, and it's not something just because you have a camera you should just go out and do. Because, again, social media, when not used well, can actually put a, a negative face on your community. And you might not even know it. Cynthia, do you want to add anything to that? No, I think you covered it. It's essentially like having a television channel that thousands and thousands of people can see. So put some effort behind it. It's not something just to give to somebody who's young who knows Facebook. In fact, that's probably one of your the worst things that you can do. So the, la the number nine, we're almost done, everybody. I hope you got your filing done while we're talking. This one is zig when your competitors zag. And what we mean by this is... Are your are competitors using like played out stock photos, the same ones that everybody else is using? If you used one of those very large agencies that I was recently talking about that has been merged and bought and sold, chances are yes, the answer is yes. And so what you wanna do is put forth your unique personality. And believe me, your community has a personality. It has people in it. It's in a local geography. It has culture around it. And so you just, let's represent that in your marketing. And, um, you know, going back to number one, build a custom photo library or ask your agency to spend more time and effort on sourcing stock that not hundreds of other communities are using in the United States. Your brand should be completely unique to your organization. Yeah, and a nice way to do this is to go ahead and just clip all that your competitors add for a month or, you know, three month period and then hold them up. And then if you wanted just to, for fun, take the logos off one ad and put them on the, another ad, you know, just cut and paste them, you know, uh, on the on the clippings that you've done and see if you can really tell a difference. Most of these ads that you see out there, anybody in senior living could write on them and nobody, um, unless they're really, really paying careful attention, would notice the difference. And I always say that the, the, the smaller, smaller the ad, the bigger the idea. So you want to think about, um, 
possibly doing more conceptual work and not just the old stock senior living photo. And then the other way is look at what events that they're doing. And maybe everybody's talking about uh, one aspect of doing webinars. Well, then maybe you do some live events or maybe nobody's doing webinars. You should uh, do webinars instead of live events. So just seeing what they're offering and just doing something that's different. Grand finale, number 10, da, 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 Derek. Everything is marketing. Everything is marketing. So when you step into a community, so many people think marketing just lives on this, you know, eight and a half by 11 brochure or on this little website, or it, it's a, it may be a TV ad or a radio ad. If they go, that's our marketing, that's our brand. Uh-uh. Your brand is a living, breathing beast that comes through when people step into your community. It lives in your people. It lives in your operations. It lives in your food. The thing is, um, we, we get blinders on and we get this even, you know, have you ever walked into a house and you go, how come they uh, can't smell that, right? Or you walk into your own house after you've been gone for a while and you go, oh my gosh, I've been nose blind to whatever that thing is in, in the garbage can. But I've been putting up with it for a couple of days and didn't realize it. It's the same thing with the community. And we're not just talking about how things smell, but how things look, how things feel. So much of it is looking at every aspect of it. And then putting your own spin on it. Um, and, you know, a lot of times it's, it's a great idea to bring in an outside third party to evaluate that, you know, to say, hey, this is how we see things. And this is how we think it might be affecting your sales and closing things out. And, of course, that's a great way of surveys after a tour. Ask people honestly to tell you know, what they thought of your community and uh, see if they spotlight a few things that they didn't like. So, yeah. No, I think that's perfect. It is like your living room, you know. How many times do you walk through your living room, you don't notice anything? And if you've ever sold a house, that's when you realize, oh my God, look at all this stuff I didn't even pay attention to or notice. Because when you sell your house, we've all detailed one or hired somebody to do it. And you have a punch list a mile long. You need a punch list for your community so that... Um, it looks fresh, always ready to go and put its best foot forward. There we have it. There are our top 10 ways for making marketing magic in 2023. And of course, third plus and third third, we are your magic unicorns of senior living marketing and branding and advertising. We would love to help you. And if you have any needs, please fill out the form or give us a call. We'd love to talk. Yep. Have a great 2023, everyone, and uh, have a great, healthy holiday and new year. Cheers. Cheers.